colour. I put my eyelash glue on this morning and my eyes are sticking together. Right, today is something that we're going to do that's necessary. <sighs> Just having a big sigh, okay? I love sighing. <sighs> um, so today we're going to talk about release. And um, I'm going to talk to you about the homework. Today's homework is your new story and the number one thing to let go of. So yesterday when we talked about um, some people's projections on us um, and that one day, a lot of the time we can narrow it down to almost like a moment where we felt this overwhelming um, pain and almost stopped being ourselves. Oh my God, my eyes stressing me out. I'm so so we felt this real overwhelm of um, being ourselves was no longer something that we could do safely, or um, it came with it came at great cost of so socially we would be excluded or people would say not kind things about us, um, and for whatever reason we stopped being ourselves. Um, I don't know if anyone can feel anyone's felt that. Um, so letting that go, the first thing is in your homework is that what's the number one thing you need to let go of? I'm going to have to take my lashes off. Right, what's the number one thing you need to let go of? And then in that, I actually want to make your homework harder for you. I want you to go back into that moment and I want you to write yourself a letter as if you're writing yourself a letter to, to yourself at that age, does that make sense? Because what we really need to overcome is you being able to soothe yourself. A lot of the time we're always looking for external people to soothe us and it all comes back to certain times in our lives. So does that make sense? Right, anyway, so I'm gonna to talk to you about, um, I'm gonna to talk to you about your left brain and your right brain today and I'm gonna to talk to you about overthinking. I'm gonna to talk to you about how we really change those things. So with your left brain and your right brain, you have, um, I like to think of it as this. Obviously it isn't that straightforward. Oh my God, literally, this is so bad. Are you all happy now? So my left, your left brain and your right brain. <laughs> your left brain and your right brain. Your left brain lives in the real world. It analyzes everything. It wants to understand what's going on. Um, it's rational, it sees what's happening in the world. Your right brain is your creative brain and it wants to create every single day, yeah? So what it does with overthinking, yeah, is it takes your rational side, your normal situation, and it starts to create all these stories that aren't actually true. <sighs> and we then get in a situation where we might have seen someone not like something on social media, or we might have been in a conversation with someone, and um, and then all of a sudden we think that Joe at work's talking about us because we saw Joe out with someone, or we saw Joe like something on someone's post, and all of a sudden nobody likes us and we're being disconnect disconnected from our work, um, our work family or whatever it might be. Does that make sense to you? So in terms of overthinking, 
what you really need to think is every single day my brain needs to create and it needs to create scenarios because that's how my brain works, yeah? So the way to overcome that, and it's a really simple one, is to use your imagination. Now, when people talk about using their imagination, using your imagination is overthinking, but it's overthinking the positives, yeah? So when, <laughs> this is such a simple thing, but what you, what you need to do is come at every scenario with, from a place of hope and love rather than thinking, oh my God, that person's definitely talking about me. They don't like me. I've always known I didn't like, she didn't like me. I should never have trusted her. I told her about this at, at work and now I'm thinking she's using it against me. And then this whole scenario blows up in your head that actually is probably not true or could be true, but actually there could be a hundred different things that could be true. And you might've told her something that maybe made you feel vulnerable or you maybe felt some shame around. And she might, you might have really connected with her, but in your head you're thinking, oh my God, I wish I'd never said that. Why did I do that? And then you've got this whole scenario, yeah? So the antidote to overthinking, if you can overthink in the negative, you can overthink in the positive. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we do anything bigger than ourselves, we have to be able to imagine doing something bigger than ourselves. We have to be able to imagine that it's gonna be okay, or that say, for example, we wanna get a job. We wanna be able to go into that job. We wanna be able to go into the interview and imagine that we're in the interview and we are, um, we are actually gonna get better and we're actually gonna get a promotion and we're gonna be able to sit in that interview, be in ourselves and be like, do you know what? This was me and I got that job. But unless we can imagine that first, we make it much more likely to not happen if we go into the interview thinking, oh, I'm, not, I'm definitely not gonna get this job, or oh, don't even care, it's not, it doesn't even bother me. And so we sometimes talk ourselves out of really being ourselves before we've actually even gone the whole hog, if that makes sense. My point is, what we want in life is connection. We wanna to connect with people, we wanna feel love, we wanna feel worthy of love, yeah? When we stop feeling ashamed of Nigel, yeah? Our smoke starts to grow, and it grows in thickness, in color, in ability, in the magicalness, it's sparkly, you can walk in a room and you don't even need to, um, you don't even need to have makeup on or anything, and people are like, and it's just because your smoke's so beautiful, do you know what I mean? Sometimes people are beautiful, but then they have not beautiful smoke, you know? You know them people? Them people are struggling with their Nigels, to be honest with you, so let's be, let's be compassionate to those people. But, <clears throat> I digress. If you can get to a point where you are so comfortable with all of your Nigels, yeah, your smoke, We'll just sit in a room comfortably and wherever you go, you'll be able to shrink your smoke if you need to. So say there's someone else in the room that's like a real alpha and you think, do you know what, today I'm not, I'm not interested in, in me being the most dominant person in the room and we have the ability to shrink our smoke. But then sometimes we'll go into a room and be like, pow, I'm gonna own this room today. And then we'll get all our smoke really big, yeah? Yes, babes, rainbow and unicorn smoke, that's the one. But I'm telling you this because I'm sure that everything that you do in life, in whatever way you do it, we're all selling, right? That's something that we all do. We're all selling something. So I'm a photographer, I sell photography. But before I was a photographer, I used to sell mobile phones. And people didn't used to come to me when I sold mobile phones because 
just because I was a shark. My ex-husband was a shark. He was a brilliant shark, but he was a, he was a shark. But people used to come to me because they liked my smoke, okay? They'd come to me year after year for their mobile phone because they liked my smoke. And now they come to me year after year for their photography, and there's a hundred photographers, and there's a hundred mobile phone sellers, and there's a hundred different distributors. But the reason that they come to you, and the reason that you want them to come to you, is because you're unashamedly you. And the more you can be like, do you know what, this is really me, this is who I am, and being really okay with that, and your Nigels are here, and you're loving your Nigels now, and you're like, oh, giving them a little noogies, love Nigel, and your smoke's grown, and you're like, this is just who I am now. This is who I am and I'm really comfortable with that. So today's, today's day two release is all about re-loving your Nigel, yeah? You're gonna write the letter to your child when Nigel was mean to your child, child, teenager, however, whatever age you were at, that's your number one homework. So it was the number one thing to let go of, but I want you to write it as a letter, as a love letter to yourself. And I need you to include things like, I feel ashamed that, but I can see now that I felt ashamed, sorry, and I'm angry because of this and any, anything that you need to say to get off your chest. But I want you to be so kind to that person because it's really, really important. And from now on, for you to be able to have compassion for everyone else and to be kind to everyone else, you have to be able to be kind to yourself first. And I think it's really important um, that we do that and that we do it as a love letter, if that's all right with everyone. So I'm tweaking your homework today, okay? Um, and the second bit of your homework is your news story. So daydreaming, right? I love daydreaming and I want you to dream as big as you possibly can. I want you to supersize your dream. Every single thing that you think that you want in life i want you to times it by 10 because you deserve it all and i want you to really say to yourself like today i deserve to be loved just for who i am including my nigels yeah all of my smoke all of who i am i deserve it i always deserved it even at the time when nigel came out when nigel first appeared in my life on that horrible day i still deserve to be loved loved and it wasn't that i couldn't be loved it was that the person that i believed that i should have received love from that day or i should have received kindness from that day was that was their stuff they would they were dealing with something so i am angry at that person but i understand that that was about them and they should have been there for me but they couldn't or they shouldn't have made me feel that way but now I'm mates with Nigel, you know? But anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. Ooh. Homework, do your homework and do it from the most kind place. And the dreaming, Ooh. let your daydreaming replace overthinking. Use your, use your overthinking, but use it as a positive. When people say, I haven't got a good imagination, but they're an overthinker, you have got a great imagination, you're just using it in a negative way. From now on, dream as big as possible. Go into every scenario with hope and love. Imagine the best case scenario rather than the worst case scenario. And even if you have to write, you know, you're thinking, oh my God, this is gonna happen. Even if you need to physically see what you're afraid of, 
oh, I'm afraid that I'm going to get the sack or I'm afraid that my boyfriend's going to cheat on me or I'm afraid that my best friend has been saying things to someone else about me. Literally, by writing it, you see it as separate. You can see what the, you can see what the opposite would be if you can't use your imagination. Try to use it anyway, but if you can't, write it and say the opposite out loud. Of course my boyfriend loves me. My, I'm valued at work. My, um, my best friends love me and adore me and the only thing they'd ever want for me is the best, yeah? In your letter, say it's about a relationship that broke you. Is it still a love letter? So you're writing a letter to yourself. So you're writing the, you, can write a, you can write an angry letter to your boyfriend, ex-boyfriend as well if you want to. But what you, really want to, what you really want to write is a letter to yourself to soothe yourself. Because what we're always trying to do is look for external validation and look for someone else to soothe our pain or soothe our ego and say to us, um, you know, if someone hurts us, we're looking for a new boyfriend on Tinder the next day so that someone else can tell us that we're pretty or beautiful or wonderful or a great mum or a great person. Actually, we need to be able to say that to ourselves so we don't look for that external. And when we get it, we'll be like, yeah, okay, I, I know, babes, I know. But we want to, we want to be able to soothe our own, our own ego first and our own um, conscious. Anyway, I'm gonna go now. And I am so sorry about eyelash gate. I just thought, wow, what is the difference between anxiety and excitement? And what is it? Anyone know? Hope. It is just hope. A hope that it will be better. And I thought, wow, she has cultivated a mindset where hope is her primary response to a fearful situation. We need that. And subsequently, because of that, because she wasn't focusing on what she's lost, she now has a business that is making as much money as her dance school was making, selling online dance courses. And I'm like, that's genius. She focused on what she did have rather than what she was lacking. And that just blew my mind and, and I loved it. But anyway, so dream big. And I'm sorry that I've gone on, but, um, and I'm sorry about Um, love your Nigels, girls. Love your Nigels and love your smoke. Sorry about that. Oh. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you want more manifesting in your life and you want to learn ways of turning manifestation, not just into a habit that we practice occasionally, but a way of life, please join the Patreon. The rest of these 21 day challenges are in the Patreon for free, including the workbook. But also every single Monday, there is a live Manifesting Mondays where we discuss a different manifesting topic and focus more clearly on integrating manifesting into everything that we do. There's also a monthly workbook and a monthly Ask Me Anything where we have three hot seats available to any of the Patreon members um, via Zoom. We'd love to have you there. So yeah, please come and join. The link is below this podcast.